I see a thing that's rated. Heard about a thing that's rated. Person, place, a thing will rank anything from sea to shining sea. That thing is overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, rated fairly. So Don't be scared. It's not a ghoul. It's Tim and Peck. How cool. Good to see you guys. <laughs> Welcome into another edition of the Overrated. Underrated. Or Rated Fairly Podcast. And uh, we're going to just go ahead and do the Halloween episode this year. Ow! Ooh, yes, yes. Very eerie, as Josh shouted. Uh, did you stub your toe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was very painful. Uh, yeah, he was sitting there, and he stubbed his toe. That was a really nice opening. That was a... Uh, Really happy to see us, Josh. <laughs> I'm thrilled to see you. And now we're back in season three. Yeah, season three, the start of season three again. Beautiful. <laughs> Is this going to be the running gag for the entire of season, season three? Season three, episode four. We're starting to gain traction. Welcome back. <laughs> Don't slip on a pumpkin seed. This is for you, Norm. They're fruit. <laughs> they are fruit, as you could, uh, as you'll tell if you missed our last episode. Go mm. back and listen to the fruit. Yes, and, lots uh, of fruit involved. Tons. Um, <laughs> lots of two. But uh, but hey guys, happy not yet. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> not yet. Happy Halloween. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Bob. Yeah. Happy Halloween to you as well. Thanks. Tim, thanks. I love your costume. <laughs> I am Mr. Blue. Uh, this is Veruca Salt <laughs> when wow. she was turning into... See, I, I can't get Wonka off my mind. Yeah, I know. It, you know what? When you do a cast like Wonka, it just resonates with you, you know? Resignates? I, uh... <laughs> Resonates. <laughs> the only way I learned the difference was because it's of... resonate? It is, and I only learned that because of spell check. I can't tell you how many you times think... in college... I did, and I can't tell you how many times in college I tried to type resignate. Dude. Everybody gets one. Yeah. I I've was only known really... for 15 years myself. I was, re- <laughs> I was really under the impression that I was resignate. Many are. Why isn't it resignate? It, well, because the the word is combined from reason re, and, and eight, and to create resonate to resonate to sit with you. Res- There's no G in there. Signet signet is not necessarily. Yeah, it doesn't signify anything. anything. I'm going to use this cord to hang myself real quick. As <laughs> no, you no, 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 no. Tim, <laughs> this is an hour of learning <laughs> and eeriness. You do a podcast with two teachers. You're about to learn. Listen, I hate this. <laughs> Well, put put your mask on and let's get a little eerie with Halloween here. Oh my god! So, so last last year, <laughs> oh, it's the haunted mask. Uh, <laughs> last year we talked about some really fun things, and for those who are newer listeners, I'd I'd invite you to go back and uh, and check out last year's Halloween episode. We had a blast. And for those who are newer listeners, put a costume on. It's Halloween. Yes, yes. please put Jeez. something on. And those who are neutered listeners, uh, we thank you for listening with your owners. Pets are always encouraged. Boston and Leo, I know you're listening. And also my condolences. Well, it's for the better. We did that, too. Of course. It was by choice. (laughs) But, hey, let's start today with a... Let's let's do a a rating of some uh, classic Halloween songs. You you tell me what you think of these. You know, every year, especially, you know, Josh and I, you know, you you get the students who want to hear the classics, right? And you you got your friends who want to hear the classics. So let's do this. Um, Let me go through some classic Halloween songs, and you tell me if these live up to their expectations. Okay. Can't wait. Okay. Let's go through a few. How about This Is Halloween from The Nightmare Before Christmas? Severely 
severely fairly rated. <laughs> Thank you. I was about to like openly argue with you. <laughs> so you can't go underrated because of how overdone it is during Halloween time. Okay. Um, but honestly, the music is great. It really the melody, is beautiful. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. Yes. Y- you can't deny it. It gets you ready. Mm-hmm. It's it's iconic at every time of the year. In fact, it's from a movie that encompasses two holidays. Yes. So like it's wonderful. In fact, it's very fairly rated. Yes, it's it not is. the tippity top of the charts. But no. man, every Halloween when I hear it, I'm like, yeah, this is Oh, this of course. Is I agree with you guys. Fairly rated. When you got the uh the heavy lifters around it, all the classic go-tos, um you're going to need something in the middle ground. And this is a very fine middle ground Halloween song. And it has kind of a cult following at this sure. point. For well, sure. Well, Nightmare Before Christmas in general. And mm-hmm. I like the movie. I do. I like the characters, but I love the music from it. I yeah. love the music. The music is great. Yeah. Almost transcends the movie. Was it, uh, who was the composer? Was it Danny Elfman? Danny Elfman sure yeah. was, yeah. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> You're thinking of something else. I the am. Fockers. <laughs> How about a excellent? I movie. always feel like somebody's watching me as a middle ground. You know, I, I have a personal story with this song. Excellent. I, I was student teaching this time of year uh, Ooh, many God. years ago. Student teaching, scary as hell. We were. I was in high school, and we were. Uh, we were doing. 1984. Oh, you weren't the student teacher. It was another. St- no, no, I was the student teacher. Oh, you and were. This was. But like, you were in high school. I was in high school. I How stu- were you a student? He, teacher? What he's saying is he was student teaching high school. Yes. So I. Oh, okay. Before I was <laughs> yes. a teacher, I was a student teacher, and a cooperating teacher was in the room with me, and it was this time of year, and there was a lesson we were all learning 1984. Not to be confused with Bowling for Soup's 1985. Yes. <laughs> Debbie did not just hit the wall. <laughs> not at this particular time. And I remember this song. It fits very nicely if you know 1984. But I actually, like, I hated my student teaching experience. And, I had it too, actually. And the teacher was so about this lesson. He's like, oh, you got to do it like this. You got to do it like this. So I, I'm not shitting on the song because it's okay. But my the memory. Own, the memory of it. Makes it very overrated. I really didn't enjoy it. So that's, that's fair. Thoughts. I've always disliked this song until recently when uh, I started putting on a list for my. Hold students. on. I think I lost track of the main point here. So, Josh, <laughs> what song were you talking about there? What song are we talking about? I always feel like somebody's oh, so, watching me. So, that song nice played. What, I didn't hear that as part of your story. So, if I'm going to give you the technical uh, part of it, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the song, I always feel like somebody's watching me. If you watch the music video, it feels like the guy is paranoid because he feels yes. like someone's watching right. him. Yes. And in 1984, there's a strong overlying um, idea. Big that Brother's the, always watching. Big Brother's always watching, and everything they do is being watched. But we did this lesson around Halloween. Okay. And it was just too much. My my cooperating teacher was like way overboard on it. I hated the guy. So. He was always watching Josh. Thank you, Josh. That's all I needed to hear. I was a little confused. Even at I times where he shouldn't have Thank you. Our, our, our viewers might have Viewers, yeah. listeners might have been confused. They, they don't really view it. I mean, unless they view the little bar going up. Right? Yeah. 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 That's a viewer. But what do you think of it? I, I think it's fairly <laughs> rated. I, li- I like it. I think it's underrated. I think it's a wow. great song. I think it's... Uh, I think it transcends Halloweeny, if you will. And, it does transcend, which is nice. And uh, like, I could listen to that song any day, and I'd probably keep it on. I don't think I'd skip it, making it underrated. Hmm. Good point. 
I think it's got a, again, I think it's a nice middle ground Halloween song. It's not going to be in your top five or arguably even top ten, but it'll be there. How about uh, Ghostbusters as a Halloween staple? Make it stop. Yeah, I think it's a little overrated. It's overrated, Bob. I hate it. I don't hate it, but. I, I could maybe skip a couple, couple Halloweens with it. You know what? It's overrated for the fact that, like, when Halloween comes, I'm looking for that little spooky vibe. I'm looking for something specific. And then I hear the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Something strange in the neighborhood. It's not even something scary. It's just strange. It's lame. It's is what literally it, is. An it could even be about a Rambutan. Yeah, it may as well be. It's telling me to do something. And it's doing so in a delightful way that I don't feel scared or spooked. I just feel like, huh, yeah. gotta call Ghostbusters. I think you're right. There's not even like, when you listen to uh, This Is Halloween and somebody's watching, like, there's a little eerie vibe to sure. it. There's not much eerie about Ghostbusters. It's kind no. of a rocker. It's literally just silly. It's silly. And, and ro- it rips. You know what? I'm probably going to get a lot of flack from this uh, this statement that I'm about to say, but... Honestly, I've said it once. I've said it again. Bill Murray movies suck. They suck so bad. Some, but I think Ghostbusters kind of sucks. And at, it at, does. I don't, I don't want to get our listeners upset early on in the Halloween cast. But, guys, we've said this before. Uh, and maybe it was the 80s cast. I, I don't think that Ghostbusters is what it what people think it is. We were talking about, uh, what were we talking about? It was uh, Caddyshack, but, I believe. Yeah, we were talking about the, classic 80s movies yeah. and if they were what they are, are cracked up to be. And yeah. I don't think Ghostbusters, and I think there's a newfound uh, dislike of Ghostbusters on my part with this remake where they, oh. they did it. I haven't seen it, but with I've Melissa heard McCartney. bad things. And, I, and I've heard the remakes of the songs from it and they're awful. And uh, I'm going to quote one of my third graders on this. To another student when she was listening to the song. When you do watch it, make sure you watch the old fashioned. That's my only, that's my only that. suggestion to listeners if yeah. you haven't seen it. No need to see the new one. No. I haven't, and I feel no need to see it. I think the song's rated fairly for Halloween time. I think you need to hear it at least once. But um I do agree with you guys. There's always somebody, whether it's a student or somebody at a party, when you're listening to this and they're like, Oh, Ghostbusters, like, can we get through the real good stuff before we throw in. Yeah. You know? No, of course not. We can't because no one thinks that way these Maybe days, Maybe play Bob. it first and get it out of the way. Yeah. Play it first, get moving. Josh, you agree with this? Very much agree. Okay. You got to go classic. How mm. about uh, Adam's family theme? He's, <laughs> he loves it. Uh, I, ra- it's got to be rated fair, right? I, well, that's what I'm saying. It's iconic. It's... it's um, you know, when you're doing it in the month of October, it's fine. It's the silly song that Ghostbusters is trying to be, I feel like. This this is actually kind of a little spooky, funny song. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. The, the piano is a little eerie. You know what it is? And I, I might come to the defense of Ghostbusters here for a minute. I, I'm not trying to promote it, but I will tell you why people love it. It's the same reason people want to hear... Living on a prayer or don't stop believing at a bar. And mm-hmm. that's this. Not everybody knows all the lyrics to This Is Halloween. And you're not drunk. everybody knows all oh. the words to well, yes. <laughs> to somebody's watching me. Everybody can do the who you gonna calls and everybody can do the So these are crowd participation songs and that's why they're they're high requests. Would you say maybe the Ghostbusters one at this point is a little too much crowd participation? 
Yes, but like Don't Stop Believing, it's always going to be there. I ain't afraid of no ghost. Just a small time, <laughs> small town ghoul. But, um, <laughs> small time ghoul. Living in a haunted pool. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll be doing a parody of this for sure. How about the uh, Scooby Doo theme? <laughs> I, uh, Underrated I have, as a Halloween song. I, I have a soft spot for the Scooby Doo theme. I remember one summer. Where when is was, he? Uh, who knows? <laughs> for the life of me, I can't think of it. And listen, you don't know where he is, but he's gonna save the day. He is. What? What's the? What, Would you underrate it? Very underrated. Could you just like hum the melody? I just can't think of Scooby-Doo-Bid-Doo. it. Scooby Doo Doo. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Where, where are you? Got some work to you do. You know what? That's, <laughs> that singer didn't have to go as hard we as he need did, but he did. Help from you. I now. love that they need his help. You know we got a mystery to solve, so Scooby Doo, be ready for <laughs> and, your and, ass. And you know what? That's the part right there. That's the bridge. I'm not holding. That's back. the bridge, and that bridge goes hard. And you want to know what happens if Scooby Doo? Lives up to his title. I'd love to know. He's gonna get a Scooby. He's snack. gonna get a Scooby snack. <laughs> That's a fact. A That's an underrated <laughs> Halloween staple. Honestly, it is because it's. You know what's the beauty of this song? And I'm overanalyzing at this point, <laughs> but it's so ironic because Scooby Doo does nothing to help this mystery solving <laughs> gang. He well, gets into trouble with Shaggy, and they almost ruin it every time. <laughs> But that's the You're ironic part. You're looking too part. far into it. I don't think so, Josh. What do you think? Who are you going to call? The Scoopster. <laughs> I will agree that they get into some shenanigans, but it's also very engaging when they get those yes. massive subs and then Scooby and Shaggy split them. I it mean, is adorable. Those are the largest sandwiches And you I've know ever all seen. along what they're hitting in that, in that mystery machine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, subs. <laughs> here, 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 here's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Zoinks, Scoob. Zoinks. How about a? Uh... All right, I got a few more. This is fun. Let's. Uh, how about um? How about spooky, scary skeletons? Bob, I know you're a huge fan of this. This one. is underrated. This song. If you ever want to see everybody scary. from age seven to seventy start ripping it up, you play spooky, scary skeletons. No song takes advantage of the xylophone more than <laughs> spooky scary skeleton and what do they do josh they send shivers <laughs> down your spine would you say the xylophone is used and abused in this song no used well it is <laughs> the best usage of name another song that uses xylophone to the effect of spooky scary skeleton i'll get back to you exactly <laughs> nobody can do it off the top of their head it's brilliant underrated what do you think josh Oh, underrated. Dem? Rated fairly. It's a good song. That's fair. The Purple People Eater. Uh, it's rated fairly. Rated fair. A good throw-in. Eh, it's fine. How about The Men in Black by Will Smith? Overrated. Really? I don't like it, man. Explain then. Honestly, I've never liked Will Smith's raps oh in general. Uh, I Everybody gets all excited when, when this gets played anywhere. And it's just like, here come the men in yeah, like, I get it. Like, he starred in Men in Black at one point, too. It's, like, a little too much for me. Calm down, Will Smith. Calm down. I don't need it anymore. I think it's a rated fair uh, deep cut. I think it's nice when the other songs have faded out, you've, you've done all your classics, Men in Black will suffice. And you get a little rap in there with the other stuff. True, you, you get the little rap, but again, I'm not a fan of the style of rap. That's fair. Josh, you like the Men in Black? It's okay. 
Okay. I, I struggle to not make it overrated, but oh. it's it's very close to do it, Josh. L- let me give overrated. You- yeah, <laughs> overrated. Let me try to get back on the same page as you guys here. How about "Don't Fear the Reaper"? <laughs> There's nothing better, man. That's uh, underrated. I have a memory of Tim's band playing this song, where Josh came out in a wig, hitting a cowbell to this song. So that, nothing will ever convince me that this song is anything but underrated. That was pretty epic. <laughs> we were in public. Yeah, we were, amazingly. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> we that, that was a great night. We should not be let into public after I remember that. I was, should always be let into public after that. I remember going in the bathroom. That was what was strange in the neighborhood that night. <laughs> yeah. Josh Pelly. Like, I put on this big, like, Afro-looking thing. Yep. I stripped down to my uh, my Will Ferrell costume, which was very accurate to what it, it was. was. It was. And I remember distinctly the walk out because nobody was expecting me to come up while Tim and my wife and Pete were playing. Yeah. A pretty intricate part nonetheless. But I walked <laughs> out and then I stood there like I belonged. And then I raised this cowbell yeah. with such gusto. And I went at it, and it was probably one of my favorite moments. Every, everybody was just looking at him like, what is he doing? <laughs> I loved it. Underrated song. Underrated song. Very hard to play, believe oh, yeah. it or not. Yeah. How about, uh, I'm give you a couple more. Great memory, too, Josh. How well about. Done. I love it. How about Werewolves of London? Don't know. Oh, it. I like it, Bobby. He loves it. It's actually the melody of the dun, 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 from Kid Rock. He actually used the Werewolves of London part what? for all summer long. Uh, it's it's the same thing. It's underrated. Werewolves of London. It is very underrated. I'll, I'll no, abstain you... from rating because I don't know it. But You'll love it. I We're going to listen you. to it after the cast today. Excellent. Ow. How about uh, People Are Strange by The Doors? Rated Hold fairly. on. Before you say rated fairly, is this the one with the excessively long solo? People are strange. No, I know, I know the melody. I'm there wondering. is a little bit of a long solo considering you know the amount of the solo. I wouldn't say excessively sick. long, though. I'm sick of the doors, okay? Oh, no. I, okay, listen, I like the doors, but I'm sick of them. Because oh, my. In, I don't know if it's people are strange. It's not in people are strange. They hit them on the way out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but they have one song where, like, literally, there's just this solo that goes on for three minutes. No, all of people are strange is barely under, is barely. Okay, about so three people, minutes. people are strange is probably fine when and fairly strange. rated, but I forget which one it is. Ah, it's it's one of their most oh, famous songs. Oh, pr- probably break on through to the other side. No, break on through to the other side. No, it's Tim not. Tim tries to complain, tries to gripe. I'll tell you this, man. I'll, I'll think of it, and you're going right. to agree. Like, that solo is way too long. Let me give you two more. How about uh, Jump in the Line from Beetlejuice? Rock your body in time. Okay. That's I fairly rated. You. I agree. That's fairly rated. It's it, an iconic movie. Yeah, and it's more about the movie than the song choice. So, okay. And then the last one is, um, we got to do it, The Monster Mash. Overrated, underrated, or rated fairly? Underrated. You think so? You listen, Even after all these years. You can only listen to it one time a year. And when I hear it that first time, or even the second or third time, I get that like, oh, yeah. yeah. We're within two weeks of Halloween. Because I'm working in the lab. It's fine. Yeah. Late it's one night. rated. You know, it's... It is. What it, What is more iconic of Halloween? 
and that's the thing. There have been years, not many, because I love Halloween. This year's one of them where, you know, uh, life happens, and I'm not quite as prepared for Halloween or as into it as I'd like to be, because Halloween is my favorite time of year. Whenever you're feeling that way and you're like, man, I'm about to let this season go and I'm not ready yet, you throw on Monster Mash, and immediately, it doesn't matter how unprepared you are, how far behind you are in your planning, you are immediately you know what? immersed in Halloween spirit. Underrated. Okay. I'm going to go from fairly to underrated because that was a great argument. Can it not? It can, not, it can pull mean, you out of any you go, spot. You go into like, okay, so I remember specifically the, there was this weird ass thing that Ashley and I went to. It was like some Halloween like, uh, it was just like a get together almost. It wasn't a party, but it was like in the center of Winstead. Like you went to different booths, like of people doing Halloween. You're thinking stuff. trunk or treat? No, <laughs> not at all. But <laughs> as soon Tim, as this is for children, <laughs> as soon as you went in, that song started playing. You're like, yeah, this is pretty Halloweeny. Yeah, oh okay, sure, all right, screw it. Yeah, let's I, let's have some fun. I think there's just no other song that fully no. encompass. Like this is Halloween is wonderful, but it's from a movie. Yeah, you know. Monster Mash is like, whoa, you're going to touch on every Pam really hates Monster Mash. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is. It is. And like I said, if Monster Mash can't pull you into Halloween spirit, try Hocus Pocus. And if that doesn't do it, then you're out of luck. But uh, oh, I found the Doors song, by the way. What was it? Light My Fire. Come on. Yeah, that, that that's so, a little much. That song has a ridiculously Fire. long song. I, I skipped the song as soon as the solo comes on. Let me I'm let done. me give you one more that I remembered from that. How about I put a spell on you? But I'll the, put a spell uh, on you. But the you. Bette Midler version from Hocus Pocus. Yes, please. God, no. See, listen. And they'll a, be hell to pay. It's a fairly rated song in general, but when you take the Bette Midler version, yeah. it's underrated. Mm. Uh, I agree. You can't you can't say anything but underrated when Batman. Now goes he, to here's sing. the last thing before we go see our our beloved uncle Tim. A couple years ago, you and I went to one of my favorite maybe <laughs> life memories, let alone <laughs> Halloween memories. Tim yes. and I went to see a live action play in Sturbridge Village of yep. uh, of the Sleepy Hollow. Um, the Legend of Sleepy this was This was awesome because it was outdoors and you followed oh. the actors around at different Amazing. stages. That's almost. so cool. And, and Tim and I had partaken not only in this experience, but also in some beverages, inc- including an original <laughs> concoction called Goulet. Goulet. Tim man. and I also annoyed our wives by buying light-up souvenir cups. <laughs> um, they are quoted as saying, you were the only two that decided to buy those light-up they cups. They thought we may have disrupted the play a little bit with them. I say, why sell them if you don't expect us to light yeah. them up? I, I, Amen to that. Honestly, I thought we'd be in the majority, you know, and rather we than minority. I don't think they sold more than two cups that night. Yeah, that's one great to me, advertising. Hey, well, not a sponsor, but I wish they would. Yeah, right. and uh, and my point being, on the way back, one of the most un-Halloween <laughs> Halloween songs I'll always remember is a drunk Tim and I <laughs> singing along to Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> Somewhere was, exists a video of this. That was. A definite fun time in the back seat. And then we got wings uh, at a Tap Rock later in the evening. We did, yeah. We went to Tap Rock at like one AM. That was one of the best moments of my life. That nice. was awesome. That night was that night was when I die, if you give me a top fifty, I think that, that 
that memory will be in the top 50. Put it in mind as well. You know, we have another thing scheduled for this year, right? We do. Going to the Haunted Downtown Mystic. Haunted Downtown Mystic. Haunted Downtown Mystic. We, we better start it off with a, uh, oh, what's the name of the drink? Danny K. With, oh, with the Danny <laughs> K, the, the one straight up Bud Light and straight up Jack Shop. Yeah. But we will tell a little more about Tales coming up because I think the the beloved uncle's got a little something for us. So uh, let's get him on over here. And look at that tail. Oh, God. Yummy, 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 Uncle John Snack Shack. There's magic in the air. Christ, Uncle John. Halloween's magic time. Knock right up on us. So what are you giving us here, Uncle John? Well... You've been good customers. Yes. Tim finally paid off his debt. Did he? Here are three <laughs> special <laughs> Halloween drinks. And while you're drinking them, I want you to tell me a story that exhibits the magic of Halloween. Love it. This is Josh, you're going lights. first. And I'd like y'all to try the Southern Tier King and Cola first. I'm a big fan of this. King and Cola. So, folks, th- this thing Uncle John just gave us is Southern Tier Distilling Company. It's King and Cola. It's made with pumpkin whiskey and uh i guess cola it has our friend pat on the front it looks a lot like yeah. our big friend pat or our good our friend, big pat. friend I, pat. I say big because this pumpkin's jacked <laughs> in yeah. theory and he's wearing a in yeah theory. he's wearing a pat t uh flannel and he's also wearing overalls and he's got like a triple x bottle of uh spirit so this is the pat of so pat yeah pat, pat himself yes so, uh, anybody got a magic story about Halloween when we sip a little on the uh, King and Coke? Why don't From, you give us an example of what you're looking well, just, for Well, just here. give me something that I kind of shared a little bit, too, when I uh, when I was talking about our um, our Sturbridge trip. Sure, sure. But tell me something that just made you feel the magic of fall or magic of Halloween. What what revived your faith in this time of year or in Halloween itself? You know or what? was just a good memory? I mean, it'd or be a real, spooky story. I mean, real oh, yeah. touching for you guys, okay? Yeah. Mm. So when I was younger in like second and third grade, uh, we would always have a um, a, a parade of like costumes oh, in, the, in the elementary that. school. Yeah. yeah. And um, like parents could come, but they never would. Or like we were just like parade through. <laughs> it was the, a sparse the grass. But <laughs> I remember two minute parade. <laughs> I remember my mother always making it a point to be there for yeah. this like yeah. parade of like silliness going through the 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 grounds at Harlington Consolidated yeah 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 uh, you used to parade out in the field yeah exactly yep yeah and then we would go through the field come back on the top and back up the stairs into the school and then then we would do a parade for the teachers I believe as well yes very yes. nice yeah big they really line. dragged it out a little bit yeah, it was it was a bit much but honestly like those are the things you remember you know, it's right. good for any science teacher who's been working in the lab late at night. Yeah, and and the other thing is like <laughs> what brings us extra special is like, you know, when I was in third grade, I was we were not the richest family in the world, so like we couldn't buy the new and like great Harry Potter costumes, sure. that kind Power of Power Rangers one with plastic mask. Right, exactly. But never like, got that myself. But like. I never appreciated it at the time, but now I really appreciate it. Cause like my mom would like stay up at night and yes. make like a classic one that we used to do was like Robin Hood. Yep. Classic character. Like all the kids would like kind of make fun of me for it, but like 
I realize now they're the idiots because yeah. Robin Hood is so much cooler than so, any of those like than you stupid ever plastic Power Ranger costumes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where's your yellow Pikachu outfit now? <laughs> I'm getting a little teary eyed thinking about it. So Josh, why don't you why don't <laughs> no, you no, go no. on? Listen, no, your mom- I'm proud of you, man. That's a good pick. <laughs> your mom is a light in the well, season. Well, let's of do this. Halloween. Three stories, three uh, drinks. So before you move on to yours, not to interrupt Josh, oh, but let's let's talk about the King and Coke. Sure, a sure. Bit. This is a good reminiscer or what? Yeah, I, you know what? It's it's a very it's it's a little sweeter than I'd normally pick, but I think you get that with a with a Jack and Coke in general. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not discounting it because of the sweetness. This is this is delightful. This is really good. Right? Yeah. You know, when I think of Halloween, I'm thinking back to my my trick or treating experience, and I'm thinking about. When I got home and I dumped out, you know, whether it was a pillow sack or a, a little plastic uh, the classic pillow sack, yeah. You know, I, I'm dumping out these things and I'm trying to eat as many pieces of candy before my parents came in. But were like, no, 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 you got you, you know, you can't eat that much. This has before he was <laughs> intervened. Yes, <Yeah. laughs> before ha- the the K O N got there. <laughs> the K O N took his tax that night. <laughs> there was but, many there was many taxes imposed. Josh on, wonders on why there were king. never any butterfingers in his bag. Never. I could have sworn I got at least a dozen. <laughs> Dad, you get a kick out of that. Um, the fact is this beverage right here has the right amount of sweetness mm. and typically I'm not a huge fan of sweetness, but for a Halloween themed drink, this is perfect. I don't think I would go underrated though. I think it the sweetness does add too much sweet for underrated. I think it I think it's fairly rated. I'm teetering. I'm gonna go under just because you don't think of Jack and Coke as a Halloween beverage. The little splash of pumpkin in this Goes makes it oddly fit. Yeah. It it is a good it's a good pumpkin flavor. And as we're sitting here telling these stories, it's a good sipper. Which is a it fruit, is. by the way. Pumpkin is a fruit. <laughs> as learned. we found out. Thank you, <laughs> last <Google>. week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, let's hear what you got, because I, I could see you were getting real excited. Ah, oh, man, I have a couple, like, Halloween Hold on, stories. take a sip of the next drink first. This um, is the, what is this? Uh, the Sam and Jacko? As we move into our second story, we're going to talk about the Sam Jacko. Is this just a general Halloween story, or is it a spooky story? Uh, it could be whatever, whatever you'd like, Whatever you want, Josh. man. Very you know, loose-lipped right now. <laughs> this is a very <laughs> loose Loose, loose section. Loose lips take sips. All right, oh, Uncle John, I'll, just go back. That's enough truck. of that. Jeez, Louise. I have a little bit of a ghost story to tell that I Ooh. think this would work out Ooh. well with spooks. And that's I know sick. I've told Come on, both get down of you with the spooky. <laughs> I know I've told both of you this story, but uh, you know, I was I was always a skeptic uh, towards the supernatural until my my parents and I moved into a home in Torrington. And I had a haunt town, to be honest. <laughs> Spookiest of places, especially. And, and I had a story that was <laughs> South End. So not South End. That <laughs> listen for as scary as this story was to me, it's not as scary as a reality. For a whole bunch of different <laughs> reasons. A, None of them supernatural. It's not as scary as driving. Mostly socioeconomic and political. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's not as scary as driving through the South End on a Tuesday night. Never, That's for sure. never. What I experienced will never be as scary as you never reality. go down town torrington with joey and if you do i feel bad for you right (laughs) so um i remember i had just started dating my wife um and we decided that we wanted our parents to meet and we decided that the best way for them to kind of like really foster a good relationship 
Foster the people, yeah. Yes, Foster the people. Was uh was to go picks. to this concert in Hartford at the Xfinity that was a Chicago tribute band. And I actually I don't think it was uh, I think it was actually Chicago. Hmm. Um it had only just begun? Yes. I always wonder what goes through your head sometimes, but continue. So we had we had surprised them with tickets, right? So I bought parents from mine. Or I'm sorry, I bought Chicago. tickets from mine. And Catherine <laughs> bought tickets for hers, and we had surprised them saying, hey, listen, we bought you tickets for this concert. You should, you guys should go. Have a good time. So it was kind of fun, right? So we sent both of our parents to go bond at this concert for a while. Wait, you didn't go? It was- we, we didn't go. Well, it was, Chica- a- it was Chicago after all. <laughs> <laughs> that. First of all, Josh, that is an interesting move, and I'm sorry to interrupt your story. Tim's real mess up in the Chicago part. You take your sets of parents, and you decide the best way for them to get to know each other is without you and Catherine, and um, you send them to a show of the Chicago. Yep, and there were a couple other bands there, but... That's That's a bold move, man. It was. Bob, correct me if I'm wrong. This is a bold move. Was Foreigner headlining? <laughs> <laughs> you go from there were a few other bands there, <laughs> but I remember like they were very flattered and they were excited to go. I think this was at this stage in the relationship where they knew it was going to go somewhere. That's good. So Catherine and I, we had actually spent the night with uh, her brother too. We were watching movies, and it got to be about eleven o'clock at night. The like, witching hour, Josh. Yes. Yes. 3 a.m., but continue. So at this point, my pre witching hour. My wife yes. was living in, in uh, Canton at the time. So I drove back to Torrington. We had just moved into this house probably like two months prior. And I got home. We had two dogs at the time. And at this point, I let them out when I first got home. I knew my parents wouldn't be back until okay, about Okay, this like, is the house in Torrington or Canton. I'm just clarifying uh, Torrington, for the, Torrington. the He's the home viewers. from Canton. We had only, yes, we had only yeah. been there for about two months. And, um, you know, I let the dogs out. I didn't think anything of it. Who let the dogs out, Josh? <laughs> it was and me. thus in the Halloween episode, the age-old question has been answered. <laughs> it's, it was Josh. <laughs> So my parents were out at this concert and I really didn't know where my sister was at the time. I knew she was living at home, but I didn't know where she was. So I let the dogs out and I went back to my room. I turned it on the TV. I remember I was watching this, uh, this comedy special on Netflix. You know, just one of those things that you watch right before bed. Remember which comedy special? I I believe it was, um, tell me it was Bill Burr. uh, It wasn't Bill Burr. (sighs) It was, uh, it was that that guy, uh, what was his name? He's kind of a... He was trendy back in the day. It'll, it'll come to me. Dane Cook? No. Um, he was trendy. the one who would do like the drawings of people. Oh, Dimitri Martin. Yes, it was Dimitri Martin. Great, great comedian. Thank I'm you. I'm a fan. Not bad. So I was watching that, and I had both dogs in my room, and no one was home. And then all of a sudden, I hear the footsteps of someone coming up the stairs, which I naturally assumed was my sister because it was late at night. I had no idea where she was. She was in, you know, in college at the point. And I was like, oh, crap. Well, and I didn't really want my sister's dog in my room. It's a puggle. He's kind of his own thing. So I distinctly remember shouting to my sister at this point, hey, Sarah, scouts in here. Come get him when he can. Mm. And I mean, this is like a shout that you make at 1145 at night. You're just hoping that she's going to come in within like the next like few minutes. Coming you, home you from were whatever with, she's doing, a little busy. She'll be right, in a minute. This is her dog. I'm just kind of You like, had Chewy in there. Yeah, I had Chewy in there. Very kind little dog. Chewy's a great dog. Yes. Sure. 
So a few minutes go by and she doesn't come in. I'm like, huh, whatever. Maybe she's having like a rough night or whatever. But the dogs clearly heard somebody come up the stairs. So both of them are kind of like right near the door. Chewy had laid down. Scout was kind of like still wagging his tail. And I was like, all right, whatever. So I and like you heard this as well. I did. I mean, okay. there's certain, to the point where he truly believed his sister was home. I mean, and he I shouted out. I remember that. I shouted out. In and the midnight hour, you cried. More, more, more. The pre-witching hour. Right. So at this point, I'm like, whatever. So I open the door because both of the dogs are at the door. And they instantly run downstairs. And I look over in my sister's room and the door is open. The light is not on. I'm like, whatever. She's probably downstairs. Both the dogs ran downstairs. I go downstairs. They're looking around. They're back. They're right at the back door. I'm like, ah, crap. They want to go back out again. But I'm thinking to myself, where the hell is my sister? <laughs> I peek outside. I look at the garage. I, I'm kind of looking around. She's she's very clearly not home. And I let the dogs out again. And I'm like, oh, whatever, whatever. I, I'm thinking maybe she like ran up the stairs to grab something and ran right back down the stairs and went out the door. Cause Perhaps she's with to, to be party. clear, your parents are very clearly still at Chicago. My parents are very clearly, they didn't get home until about 1.30 in the morning. Okay. This is about like 11.45. So I let the dogs out, let them back in. I'm looking around saying to myself, she must have like, again, this is like young teenage Sarah. She must have run in, grabbed something, ran right back out, and they did something. So I let the dogs back in. We go back up the stairs. We're in my room. Everyone's chill. About like 10 minutes goes by and I hear the same set of footsteps come up. The, and I mean, like, I'm not I'm not saying like this was like the loudest thing, but it was very obvious that there were was someone's going upstairs. And I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, my gosh. And I hear my sister's door shut. And I'm like. Okay, maybe she's having like a rough time. Maybe she had like a bad date or something and she shut sure. her door. And I go out and I see my sister's door. I'm like, uh, and I, I remember I knocked on the door and I was like, And you hey. said it had previously been open. It, it was yes. open. Yeah. And I knocked on the door and I was like, hey, Sarah, is everything okay? I didn't hear anything. I was like, okay, just going to leave it be. And I went back in the room. And then, mind you, the dogs at this time were going nuts. And I let him back in my room. I had to actually like pick up my sister's dog and bring her into the room. Him. And him, thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then I hear footsteps again. This was like maybe 20 minutes later. Sarah's door is still shut. I open it up. She's not there. Come to find out, my sister ended up spending the night at her friend's house. <laughs> and she didn't come back at all. Now, I'm not questioning my sister's validity at this. And he's never seen her since. (laughs) (laughs) No, not bad. But the point is, I ended up like talking to my parents the next morning, and they were like, oh, yeah, Sarah never came home last night. I was like, the what? (laughs) The what? (laughs) And then after we moved out of that house, my parents actually shared their experiences and said that uh, there were several occasions where, like, even my mom and my dad, which, I mean, you both met my parents, um, the very man, yeah. sane, very yes. nice people. There are beautiful people where my beautiful, dad would be sleeping people. and he'd feel someone poke him and my mom was sleeping on the couch and she felt someone poke him or her. So <laughs> let's let's get the genders right, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very tired, Tim. <laughs> Point is, my sister claims to this day that she never came home that night. And I've never been a skeptic in Halloween stories, but mm. um, this is one that 
like afterwards, after hearing my parents' experience, after living that, because I yeah. didn't think it was paranormal at the time, I think to myself, we only lived in that house a year. Thank the Lord. But I say to myself, like, there were moments where the windows would open, and there was a window in my parents' closet that was front-facing that would always open. And my sister would scream at me saying, Josh was the one that opened that. But I never opened the window. And and it was weird because you'd have to go. Right, and why would you go in your parents' closet to open a window? Exactly. You'd have to <laughs> you literally. You know, Josh, he likes his hair flow. <laughs> no, that is weird. That is weird. Strange. But it was just one of those moments I've never been able to sh- like shake. And I wasn't necessarily a believer in the paranormal before this, but ever since I've been like. But then you like, saw her face. Right. And I'm a believer. <laughs> so that's my, my scary story. Ugh. It's it's the one that's always brought me back to say there's an ounce of validity in oh, those, absolutely. those now, scary stories. I can say for a fact, because I know my friend Bob very well. Well, we, he, we got a story coming up that yeah, Sam okay. can share. In, but no, I'll let you share it. But well, like, we gotta, we I'm gotta just saying this. that you, you're a skeptic, right? I had been a skeptic, and I'll, I'll tell you why I Josh and I now share the same set of beliefs. But first, okay. uh, how about the Sam Jacko? Sam Jacko is actually very strange. Oh. Crap, what were you drinking? Uh, oh. Were you Sam Jacko? <laughs> I was drinking the other that's one. That's <laughs> okay, Josh. There's more of that for later. Uh, well, there was. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I took, <laughs> so I took about, the last what, swig of that one. What about the Sam Jacko, Josh? It's got that autumnal spice. I think it's a little bit over the top. I think it's rated fairly. Autumnal? Is I'm going to give word? it underrated. I'm not a pumpkin beer guy, but if I'm going to drink a pumpkin beer, uh, it might be this one. It's not too sweet. Uh, and and it has a lot of the spice, but not a lot of the sweet, and I appreciate Dare that. I it's say, underrated. It almost tastes like a shandy of sorts. A shandy, yes. Yes, yes. yes it's very shandy-like, yeah. All right, guys, so what we're going to be doing now as I tell my story here is uh, sipping a little bit of the uh, Bud Light Pumpkin Spice Seltzer. Yes. And I got yep. one that... Um, not quite as eerie as Josh's, but something that really kind of messed me up for a couple Still days. Still pretty creepy, yeah. Pretty creepy, and Tim can attest to this. So, um, this was our second Halloween. This trip, was our yeah. second outing. So, uh, <clears throat> Tim and I and our wives have agreed that we have something really good going here. The, yes. The Sleepy Hollow show was such a memorable moment that our annual tradition is to find something to do uh, around Halloween. Yes. And last year... Solid uh, tradition. A solid tradition. I can't wait. We're going to be doing it again this year, and we'll report back to you. Um, but last year, the Sleepy Hollow play was not going on. So Unfortunately. We, we dug a little bit, and we found that in Mystic, there was a um, haunted graveyard tour. Yes, yes. And my wife booked this, and I'm under the impression that this is going to be very similar to the Sleepy Hollow thing. I'm expecting um, actors. I'm expecting a little bit of history. Uh, you know, a little bit of uh, information and going home feeling fine. So you had never been on an actual ghost tour. I had per never se been before. on a ghost tour, and okay. I actually didn't think this was going to be a ghost tour. <laughs> yes, um, folks, it was a ghost tour. Yeah, and uh, so we get in there and, and we start going through all these. And the the hosts, um, the host. This were, is this is a uh, for those of you that are confused. It's a graveyard in yeah. mystic connecticut yes where they go through and they they basically show you spots that are supposed to be hot spots for uh, for ghosts and they give you a little history on why they are hot spots. can i tell you a funny little side story yes i'm so sorry to interrupt no no no, no this is, you were part of this you helped me out here so the the main person is like uh 
talking about like you shouldn't do anything like sketchy in this graveyard like you, you never want anything following you that yes. kind of thing and meanwhile as she's saying this i had snuck behind a tree and started peeing on it like in the it's like graveyard. you don't even care and ashley's like looking over at me just like shaking her head angrily but continue. it was nowhere near the sights <laughs> which was good but I, I i was a little nervous for you there yeah, me too i i've never felt the same but, but we start going through and um you know and it's very clear right off the bat that no we're actually uh we're actually being given this tour under the assumption that like we may actually experience the supernatural tonight and uh i'm like okay this is a little eerie i'm getting a spooky vibe here and um you know we're going through and actually after tim had gone uh his wife and i both needed to use the bathroom (laughs) and the first the first thing that was a little eerie is we start to go we're like we're leaving the graveyard for this we're gonna go out in the parking lot and find a place the hostess somehow went from like giving the presentation in front of a grave to like halfway through the thing be like you guys okay we're like Whoa. <laughs> she was just up there so like she somehow like got back to us there we're like no no we're fine we're just gonna you know go take a bathroom break whatever um but later on so after we see a couple of these and they, they were saying some really eerie stuff like hey if you touch this grave it will appear cold it will feel colder or warmer whatever um and people I did were not touch the grave people were attesting to all this and about, a, I'd say like 40 minutes into the, um, this this still chills me to this day. About 40 minutes into the uh, the presentation, the woman's giving, uh, starts giving this, um, this next historical uh, presentation of this grave. And my wife's phone starts going off mm. and it's playing the song Tommy by The Who. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I don't know, it started playing. So she turns it off. I'm like, why are we? Why are we? We weren't listening to the Who. The last thing we had listened to was Pet Cemetery by the Ramones on the way over, which is also ironic. But continue. yes. <laughs> so she, she pauses. She's like, Tommy by the Who. That's weird. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of strange. So she pauses it, puts it away, no problem. The rest of that, uh, shortly after, the woman's like, there's a place here where this ghost usually stands um, during this presentation, and at the end, I'll tell you where it is. And I'm like. It's got to be where I'm standing right now. She gets to the thing, and she's like, it's right over to those folks. Points right to us. Yep. And then she finishes by saying his name was Thomas something. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. Jeez. And, and later in the presentation, Liz had been, my wife had been taking photos all night. Um, and the rest of the presentation was fine. Uh, Tim, your wife, Ashley, had said she had smelt a cigar smoke yes. near one of the sites. Yep. And shortly after, the, the presenter had said that usually folks smell his cigar and stuff here. Yeah, like just matter of fact. Yeah, yep. shortly after, Ashley was like, I just smelt cigar. And no, then, Ashley had told me that like she smelled smoke before she had said well that. Before the, yeah. yeah, right, well before the presenter had said that. And then the, the final kicker was as we were all going home the next day, um, my wife's looking through the photos she took, and she pulls up this... Uh, it haunts me to this day. <laughs> this photo was there's just this very clear and creepy face in a tree. Well, we'll put it, it up it, on our Instagram yeah, when, uh, when it, we ever oh, do yeah. that. It is very <laughs> clearly a face, and um, it has haunted me for over a year now. Yeah, and uh, Bob and, Bob was actually noticeably shook after yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, um, and I still am, but <laughs> I haven't learned anything because we're going to go to the same pre- presentation. <laughs> 
uh, later this this month, yep. only the downtown Mystic Haunted Tour. I'm very nice. excited for it. We, we really are. It was fantastic. Um, it's called Seaside Shadows, just to give a shout out if anybody's looking for it. The presenters are fantastic. They do a great job of giving you the history. Yep. Um, and if you are looking for that kind of stuff, it is very cool. You know, dress, ver- dressed up in like the 17, 1800 garb yeah, as well. Yeah, it's, it's done very well, and it's done very respectfully, I think, of history too, which I thought was nice. I, I, I didn't ever really feel threatened because I thought it was done with respect as we went through. Yeah. Um, and I liked that a lot. But uh, yeah, I mean, that, that definitely was a moment in my life where I was very... Uh, very chilled to the bone. Yeah. I still have no explanation for the Who song playing or the photo. Yep. Other I, than, uh, like Josh said, there's, it was just one of those moments where it, it uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, I'd gone my entire life thinking that's a bunch of, you know, shenanigans. Thinking right he's there. better than everyone else, really. Well, it's not, it's not <laughs> even that. It's just one of those things where if you've ever watched any one of those ghost shows. Sure, sure. You're saying to yourself, this is a crew of people that have a you know thousand dollar budget. Very easy to discredit it. More and, than a thousand. And all they have to do is have the cameraman throw a ball in the corner, and now they sure. have this irrefutable, you know, evidence. And part of me saying to myself, you know, I'm watching these more or less for the you know the reaction of the right. people who are doing them. But whenever you're in one of those experiences, I wasn't ready for it. No, because because I just remember, you know, it's it's one thing for me to feel like there's something around. It's another thing for me to recognize that the dogs are noticing it too, and that you can't unexplain it. And and yeah. you know, when my parents came home, I was wide awake, going like, "Hey, super happy you're here. Where the hell is my sister? Mm-hmm. Because like, I I need you to tell me. I you know, I look back at that moment and say to myself. I've thought about it over the years. That was an experience. His sister had been dead for three years. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but here's the other part. My sister had also babysat for a yeah. um, a neighbor at that point. And I'm talking neighbor within a few houses, probably three. It was across the road, two houses down. And they had called in paranormal investigators and they had taken photos and one of the photos that I saw was incredible. And this is probably three weeks before we moved. This will also go up on our Instagram if um, anyone wants to see it. And I, I, I <laughs> got to ask my sister if she still has this picture because it's incredible. I mean, honestly, it's incredible. She, the family was a, a father, a mother, and three little girls. And they had mentioned that there was a little boy that played with them, and the parents didn't give it all that much thought because oh, there God. were. Three. I hate when it involves kids. It, it that, makes it even creepier. Yeah, well, I hate that. Thing, all three of the girls were under seven. Ah, and they had mentioned that this little boy had came, and they were they had friends over and everything, and then they actually called in paranormal paranormal investigators because the girls had mentioned it so much, so they did. And the photo that they got and the photo that I saw, they had opened the door and quickly snapped the picture. And you can very clearly see there is a man's face oh, and God. a younger boy's face the second that they opened it up. And I've never seen anything more convincing because you look at That's it and you're like up, there's <laughs> there's no way that this is just like you can't six or seven it. bugs 
it's it's there. You see it. You can see the facial expression. And this was three houses away. Yeah. So you'd already had this experience. And right. You hear about that. Yep. So there's, yeah, there's a an, little more to it. There's enough for me to say, like, my wife and I were even looking at houses the other day. And we're like, I, I stopped her because she had found a place that was in this area. It was like, absolutely not. <laughs> That's no. a no. That's a no from Josh. Right? Yeah. We're not going in there and snapping any more picks. Right. All right. So. This might cut our next segment real short. But I just want to tell this story that Ashley and I have. Please. Because we do have a spooky story that we we have had happen to us. Um, we were up by, uh, <clears throat> if any of you know, in Torrington, uh, between Walmart and uh, oh, I've heard this story, Taco Bell. Yeah, 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 yeah. The bank. Um, yes. So, like, if you're going between Walmart and Taco Bell, you go to the light, and there's a bank off to your diagonal right uh, with four very prominent windows yes. on the top floor. Um and this was back in like when we had first started dating, probably 2014, 2015, somewhere in there. Um, and we were just sitting at the light and very long light that light is for the record. Yeah. Always has been. And always will be. And always will be. It's it's eerily long. <laughs> yeah. But we Especially were, at night when there's no one there and there's no reason for it. And this was late. This was yeah. like 12 a.m., yeah. 1 a.m. I was driving Ashley home. Um, and we we look up and there's a woman vacuuming in the furthest right window um, of the bank. And she's just vacuuming. Didn't think anything of it. Think it's like a cleaning crew of some sort. Um, so I'm just watching this as, as the light's going. It hadn't turned green yet. Still, very long light. And then all of a sudden, I'm like watching her vacuuming. She disappears from the right window. And then all the way left, she appears looking out, just like staring out, almost like right at me. Right. If that that makes sense. And like she's wearing a long like night robe, like... I didn't notice that when she was vacuuming, but it was a long, like, night robe, probably, like, period-type robe, like, 1800, somewhere in there, just staring out. And I <laughs> I was like, what? That That's so weird. Like, I couldn't even, like, wrap my head around it. And it took you a minute to kind of figure it out. Right, so the light turns green, and we're going, and I look over at Ashley, and she's, like, kind of got a weird look in her eyes, too. And she's like... Did did you did you see that? I was I was like, yeah the the what the woman in the right window oh, and then right. and then she was and Ashley like finished my sentence she's like yeah and she was looking out the left window oh, right at us God. I was like yeah like and, and you know the weirdest part about this was and I can't explain it I people will say we're lying or whatever but like no you, she you, had a shimmery look about yep, her like right. shimmery white hair shimmery robe when you she know appeared. when you're in the one of and those it's moments like, you know what like I I don't care what people say like this was a weird moment and then we looked into it a little ways and that bank used to be like a tavern of some sort where they used to have people and it has been noted that. There's been hauntings there before. Wow. So, and this was nothing we looked into, obviously, beforehand, but it definitely freaked us out quite a bit. And it's chilling. Right. One, until you have an experience like that, I don't yeah. think you can believe no. in stuff like this. 
Which, it rattles you, and you know it's very real when you're your, in it. To your very core, it rattles yeah. you. Some things can't be unexplained. Yes. It, and it, regardless of whether or not you come into it with an open mind or a reluctant right. you know, type of mind, it, what it comes down to is what you see. Yeah. And how you feel in the moment. And... It's more the feeling even than what you see. You just know. It's right. almost when you're like not looking for it. You know, it's just yeah. like, wait a minute. Right. I, I mean, I've been a skeptic my entire life until literally 2013. And now I look at it as like, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's no question in my mind because I know what I experienced. Yeah. Well, and there's no rhymer. It was like, right. Yeah. You know, I go and expect them, like, oh, we're going to see this historic. Pre-. And it's poor, like. Poor Bob thought we were going to like another play. <laughs> like, nope. Yeah. Or like a history thing. And I walk away <laughs> like, man, it shook me. There was right. there was some like catacombs that they had in this oh. graveyard that Bob absolutely refused to go in right. after this. Yeah. Yeah. But it's because once you have that experience, you're just like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. It's, like, it's weird. I like you, to know a little bit, but not a lot. And, right. Uh, I, I, I enjoy a certain amount of eeriness. Uh, the unexplained and the tangible for me is a... Uh, Gray area that I don't like to exist in very much. Right. It's it's makes for a good story, but I'm also of the mindset of I would hate it if any of this was true and it followed me home. Yeah. I like a certain amount of ignorance and bliss. And uh and that's when when something in the world intrudes on my ignorance and bliss, especially of that caliber, <laughs> it it shakes me a little bit. Right. Well, when I tell that story, I still get like a little bit of goosebumps because of oh, how yeah. weird that's it is, you know? Yeah. It's that, I mean, that's it. Like, this was uh, probably eight years ago at this point, and I still think about it. Like, yep. wow. I remember how scared I was. I, I mean, I feel like I was just such a putz in my bed. I had my covers up, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I got two dogs in this room going, like, okay. <laughs> What was but that? But also affirming that what you were feeling was also recognized by other living beings. Right. I think the main lesson in your story, though, Josh, is never go to a Chicago cover band. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we're That's really it. trying to say here. <laughs> the Who, a much eerier listen. I love it. Uh, so we never rated this. <laughs> the this, Bud Light uh, Seltzer, uh, Pumpkin Spice. Uh, Fair. It's fine. A little it's sweet fair. on the uptake, but um, if you're looking for a pumpkin spice seltzer, well, damn, there it is. It's yeah, better than your typical. Sure, I I seltzer. don't think any seltzer company could replicate anything as good as this, as far as pumpkin seltzer goes. Yeah, no, I think it's it's well done. So <laughs> the KON called. <laughs> you guys ready for a quick wrap up? That was a little eerie yeah. st- uh, storytelling. Hey, you so. you need it. to make this a little. A little happier. Let's end on I'm a little, little lighthearted because that got a little too eerie. Uh, but uh, we'll, bye, Uncle John. We'll see Uncle John. Hey, I just heard a weird noise <laughs> in this trailer. Let's get out of here. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Uncle John. Rapid fire rating. I scared myself today. <laughs> Oh, folks. Uncle when John, I, get out of here. Oh, <laughs> you're not Johnny Cash. You're Uncle John. He thinks he's Uncle Johnny Cash now. I he's hope you're happy with it. We got to get this man in check. Yeah. I'll talk to him after the cast, all right? <laughs> you know, guys, some things around Halloween are, are great, and other things get a little too carried away. A little too Other, other than just Uncle or? John. Just a little too much. Like, they're a bit much. And some things aren't 
uh, give it enough credit. So let's do a couple rapid ratings on some things that uh, you might find around this type of year. You sure, ready? Sure. Uh, Tim, talk to me about the toilet paper mummy. <laughs> toilet paper mummy is it's fairly rated, Bob. I'll, I'll take it if if it needs to be a thing because okay. you know a lot of people, like I said. <laughs> can't afford these costumes <laughs> that are like glow in the dark mummy costumes you know what mm-hmm. if i'm if i'm a parent in a crunch and i don't have any money i'm gonna wrap my kid in toilet paper and call him a mummy i'm gonna and I, I hope it's okay right. i'm gonna give it an underrated there's nothing more fun than a toilet paper mummy it's effective <laughs> it's cost efficient it is good for you <laughs> when in a world where oh, oh he's no. taking it he's no, taking he it let him have it go in a world where halloween costumes <laughs> oh, no. are routinely 60 dollars a piece i'd That's very rare. much rather pay you know four dollars to wrap a kid in you know toilet paper <laughs> and have them be just as effective as a typical mummy costume. Do you know how many rolls of Scott's TP you could get for $60? <laughs> Coming soon to Torrington, the wee baby Nora as a mummy. <laughs> Listen, for Bill's Is Halloween... single ply? <laughs> do you guys know what she's going to be for Bill's Halloween party? It's not a mummy, is it? It's not a mummy. I'm disappointed then. Do you know what the it is? The child? No. From, uh, yeah, she's going to be a child. Do you know, do you baby know, Yodi. Do you know what Catherine's going to be? The child? No. <laughs> I don't know much more about the man. She's going to be the po- Leia? No, she's going to be the pod which the child comes in. <laughs> oh, okay. God. Nice so, way to make yourself not have to carry the baby. Right? Well done. <laughs> I'm going to be Mando. Full, you know, cinematic quality. Oh, Mando <laughs> carries them sometimes, to be so, fair. Sometimes. Uh, or her as the Nora. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be great. Wait, yes. is is the is the ba- is the child a woman? No, the no. child's Baby Yoda. Grogu, it's a boy. Grogu's a boy. Well, they call it the child, though. Okay, I, I could see this as a girl as well. Yeah. The wee baby Nora will make a very <laughs> adorable child. She already does. <laughs> you Thank you. <laughs> what about the decoration of the witch crashing into the tree? Hate it. Really? It's overdone. I think it's rated fairly. It adds a little comic part to any haunted yard. Yeah, but like, I, I don't know. You think I don't need land? all that much comedy. So you're you're over it. What are you? That's rated fairly. <laughs> rated fairly. I'm. <laughs> you can tell he loves it. I'm gonna go. I I can't go underrated. I it's overdone. Yeah. I agree with Tim. Josh. Literally just bought one on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be here soon. Okay, I have a big tree in my front yard. He's got Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have Amazon Prime. Then where the heck you at these days? So, Come so on. what, what is it trying? about the crashed witch that tickles your fancy? So I, I just, I think it was infinitely clever when it was conjured up. Agree. If that makes sense. And <laughs> I do agree that it was way o- overdone. But like, whoever thought of this, like, well done. Like, that's that's hilarious. Just, just a witch cr- <laughs> like it crashed is, is- in your tree. That's funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your neighbor just popped up on the side of his house right now. I see that. And it kind of took me by surprise because I always <laughs> look out this window, but I never see a man climbing a ladder. Sorry. Wait, he was just vacuuming? No, he just he just climbed <laughs> oh, off of the ladder. Oh, no. God, <laughs> no. Josh, avert your eyes. He hurt himself today. <laughs> what is he doing? 
I think he's honestly. Out, I, think he's I have no up a idea. Crashed witch decoration. That's vinyl. I hope so. <laughs> That's vinyl siding. It's no. That painting. is a crashed witch decoration. <laughs> Imagine if he did that right now. <laughs> I, you would have to change to underrated at that you'd point. You have to. I would. I would. I would. I would leave this podcast on top, Mister <laughs> Mister Ed Finn, folks. Avid listener. Not well, really. <laughs> what, what about those uh, like house climbing mummy or house climbing zombies you've seen more of in the past couple of years? You like those? I feel like zombies, as a, in general, have just been overdone. I agree. I think the decoration's yeah. kind of cool, but I think it's becoming the next tree crashed witch. New episode of The Walking Dead on tonight, Tim. Thoughts? Haven't watched They're it still in about a season show. and a half. Same. Same. Remember when we used to get together to watch the yeah, new episodes? With, Tra- uh, with our friend Travis, actually. Yeah, yeah. Big, Big Viss. Big was a walking fan? He was a walking man. <laughs> and yet, there was just a certain point where I was like, yeah, that it's was when, for me in when, season three. Spoiler alert for all of you, but it's when they got, excuse me, rid of rid of Rick. Yeah. And the mayor. Yeah. I never even saw the mayor. I sure. That far. It's just a little different. I mean, it was a great tradition. You're, you're saying mayor like horse? There Wasn't there a mayor who had a no head or something like this? Or he's It sounds or like when you say mayor, you're saying mayor, like a uh, horse. Mayor. Oh, John Mayor. Why Georgia? Why? See? Mayor. He's saying mayor. Speaking of Halloween. Or, no, I'm sorry. Driving. Speaking of Sunday night get-togethers, yeah. House of the Dragon. You in? I'm in. I'd All rather right. get together and listen to John Mayer. Right. Or Johnny Cash. Much more cash. Well, I do a good job. All right, Uncle John. Uncle John, John okay, we right. already explained to you your musical services Get are not here. required. You had your section. Yes, yes. It's like he doesn't even care. What the heck is my neighbor doing at this point? It's like point? he's spraying for bees, but it's mid-October. That's a spiderweb spray he's putting up. <laughs> wow. Speaking of that, let's throw that in as an extra. The spiderweb decorations. Uh, it has... Fairly rated. Okay. It's fairly rated because it has a place among other Halloween decorations. This this is the the thing that ties everything together. Okay? Would you call it quintessential? It's a quintessential decoration. Oh, this is the problem when we do you, two casts back to back. We're very... Uh, we never <laughs> tell people that, Josh. <laughs> yes, these are going to be released two weeks Allegedly. apart. Um, this is coming out topically right around Halloween. But you have the zombie, you have the monster, you have the the witch in the tree. What do you connect nah, all this? Josh, with? he hates it. Yeah, well, of course not. Josh is un-American, obviously. I'm but also like, sleep deprived. <laughs> but you take but that's a witch. Oh my god, I thought that was Frankenstein. You take the spider webs and you weave them between your house, and that makes yeah, it a do. full house decoration. All right, I, I think you're you right. You mean like Full House with the, you know? No, I don't, Josh. <laughs> Bob Saget, now, that's a creepy freak right there. Yeah, yes. John Stamos, terrifying. Mm-hmm. The undead, adorable. Michelle <laughs> Tanner, <laughs> scary. <Goblin>. Uh, <laughs> creep. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's do a couple more. Let's let Josh get some sleep here. How about the uh, Josh actually brought this one up, Tim? What do you think of this? The costume that's not really a costume, but it's a full spandex bodysuit of one color. Stop like those it. green men or the blue men or something. Like, what do they do with these? Make it stop. You know, yeah, there's what is nothing. It? Okay, this is way overrated, first I of agree. all. Make this stop. You all, listen, you green men, you blue men, you black men. Oh. You're <laughs> going down a very dangerous and men. unintended. The black suit. But like the men in black? Yes, the men in black. You got to stop. <laughs> all I'm saying is all these suits need to no, I know stop. What you mean. It's enough. You of see it. the green ones an awful lot though, don't you? 
You do. The they green leave the ones... lawsuits alone. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly like what are you doing what is this well that's the thing it's like somebody just uses it as an excuse to be kind of a do like a doof like oh i'm walking around in a spandex skin tight green suit like you feel are you you feel a little good about your belly that year so you put on a green spandex i'd never wear that on my best year no same screw off enough of it stop it make it stop somebody make this stop i am begging you king of the norm you make this stop he's going back to the bowling for soup 1985 please make it stop (laughs) please i'm begging (laughs) anyone to bring back spring papa (laughs) papa settle this debate (laughs) debate now the one the one i would like to hear like we do want to hear from norm on this because i feel like in Norm's day, he's seen a lot of good Halloweens and a sure. lot of bad Halloweens. Yeah, I want to hear his <sighs> his particular take on this. Have Norm? Have you seen these things we're talking about? I feel like they're short lived, but they're not good. These green no. suits. He will know more than us. The one time that I've seen a good use of the green suit. Okay, so <laughs> I saw a replay of a uh, a race at a a baseball game where. There was a man in a green suit who got to start like I don't know twenty seconds after this random fan like and you have to beat him around the warning track to oh. win like a thousand dollars or something and like this guy got a twenty second head start and he's crushing this this dude in the green suit but this dude in the green suit was determined okay he books it and like. This guy has already thought he's won with about, like, 15, 20 feet left. Like, the fan thought he had won. Like, he hadn't seen the green guy. But, like, all of a sudden, the green guy just gets up next to him. And he looks over, and he sees him. And he's, like, literally flabbergasted to the point where he stumbles and falls. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he had no idea the guy was this close. And the green guy goes and beats him. I don't know who they hire for this green guy, but... That is an underrated green guy. Tim, is That's he a the hero? only one. He he was a and, hero. And also that day. Usain Bolt, but <laughs> yeah, it might have been Usain Bolt. <laughs> All right, let me give you just a couple more, and we'll be on our way here. How about the? Um, Josh also brought this one up. How about the inflatable T Rex costume? Hey, stop it. it! Yeah, we got it's as stop bad this. as the green people. Can I just say it was funny when it first started? Even then, it was kind of on the fritz, Josh. I saw this video the other day of a dad in a blow-up T-Rex uh, costume, if you will. And was, was it Norm? Was it the king of the It norm? wasn't my dad. But King knows better than that. He should. But the king will accept donations. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting for his kids to get off the bus. And at first I thought, oh, that's kind of funny. But at the end of the day, I was like, come on. Why do they well, do this? And that's the thing. Everybody's seen this enough now, so like, Occasionally, you'll see these Instagram or Facebook posts where it's, you know, oh, this uh, T-Rex showed up at a wedding or this T-Rex showed up at... It's like... They showed up at a wedding, Bob? I've seen them show up at weddings. That's stupid. uh, Church services and things. Like, no one thinks this is funny anymore. Real talk, this thought about doing that for Pete's wedding. This, we know you're a Vissener at home, but you need to stop this. A Vissener. Why would you do this? You know what, this? Come on, man. It's as sad as your Madden performance. You had a great best man speech. You almost tainted with dinosaur. Mm. 
All right. Well, and then the last one, we probably did this last year, but I feel like it's well-deserving. How about the uh, bedsheet ghost costume? Underrated, Bob. You know, a hundred percent. It's simple, but it's effective. I, I was act. I, for those of you that don't know, I work at a a group home, uh, with, uh, four gentlemen, and one of them, uh, Michael is is a <laughs> a big fan of Bob's. Actually, I send. I love Michael. Michael and I have grown <laughs> close via text. Yeah. So so I Michael Michael sends a yeah. I I share it in the group so Josh can see it as well, but uh. He he sends a uh, a video to Bob every now and then, but I was I was asking uh, I was asking Michael what he's gonna be for Halloween this year. He's like, oh, ghost, ghost. I was like, oh, that's a great idea. I was like, we could just rip the sheet off your bed and cut a couple holes in it, you know, like joking around. And Michael looks at me like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, we'll do that. Well, like, <laughs> and Michael knows the traditional. Uh, costume yeah and i feel like the traditional costume has gotten lost on the 60 70 100 costumes right so when you see a really well done bedsheet ghost costume there's a yep. lot of respect there you know what it's it's almost like <laughs> it went from overdone to underdone and absolutely you have these like you said 80 to 100 dollar or 60 to 100 dollar costumes it, whatever it, where yeah. it's just like uh, it looks cool. It's like, oh, it's glow in the dark. It's a glow in the dark ghost costume. You see a guy come in with a sheet on his head. Yeah, that's bold. That's great. My friend Ryan did this uh, years ago. The last time him and I made an attempt at trick or treating, we actually were seniors in high school. Um, and he <laughs> did it. he did the bedsheet ghost costume, and I just threw a mask on. And because he wanted to add a little umph to it, he like put a little like bow around the neck of it, so like the person <laughs> could really tell it was a ghost. <laughs> and you know what people we only we only hit like eight houses then we realized this is ridiculous <laughs> the feeling's gone whatever but people saw that costume they're like that's that's cool <laughs> like they they loved seeing the tra- and this was 07 people okay, loved seeing yeah. that, tra- that traditional ghost Good costume year. that was right when like you wanted to bring it back i think we were trying to hold on to any last piece of halloween magic that year and we realized um it wasn't there, but we did trick or treat, and I know this is a family friend of, uh, I believe yours, and of many haunted people. We went the last year that the Willies had their haunted house. Oh, sure, yeah. And it was a very good consolation prize for the magic of trick or treating to be done. An underrated family, to be honest. An underrated Willies, family, you know? Harrington, sure. uh, Harrington Classics, and uh, their haunted houses will live on. Uh, we'd be remiss not to say, uh, well done over the years, and yeah. thank you for the entertainment. Absolutely. Well done. Love it. Underrated. Very underrated. Says the Burlington kid. <laughs> Have you ever been to one of theirs, Josh's? Were you ever able to get up to one? Nope. Uh, <laughs> I grew up on the poor side of when, Burlington. When I tell so... you that they went all out for these haunted houses, I mean they went all out for these. Did you ever go to one, Tim? I did, yeah. yeah. I, I've been to a couple. They were downright eerie. Yeah. I would I would dress up with uh, uh, my friends and go there. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was fun. I remember wearing a Danzig T-shirt to it. It was fun. <laughs> but uh, hey, guys, th- thanks for uh, thanks for sharing. You know, got a little eerie for a while there. I'm gonna uh, when I drive home tonight. I'm gonna be a little uh, little on edge of uh, 
of yeah. uh, hauntings. But uh, we thank you again for listening to another edition of the Overrated, Underrated, or Rated Fairly Podcast. And I hope you have a great Halloween. Absolutely. By the way, Mr. Finn next door has accomplished nothing up on this ladder. There. No crashed witch, <laughs> no climbing zombies. I dare say he hasn't even put up a ghost. He's literally just touched the side of the house over and over again and done nothing with it. Hate it. Typical. Let's see what he does by next week. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, have a haunted Halloween. Very haunty. In a world where... <laughs> oh, no. no. Finish it, Josh. If you start it, you finish it. In a world it. where spooks and specters... <laughs> spooks and specters? Lay siege on our life. There's only one person that we can call. Mr. Finn. <laughs> it's Mr. Finn. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting weird here. We'll it's see you guys It's the king next of the norm. Time. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Base. Overrated, underrated, rated fairly. Oh, so fun.